We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Before we begin today's episode, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by InCrowd Answers. InCrowd Answers is a platform where you can get paid to complete short microsurveys. It's great for physicians looking to diversify their streams of alternative income and earn some passive income on the side. It's free to sign up and you can check them out by clicking on the link in the show notes below. So welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And um, I have a very special guest with you today, uh, Dr. Latifet, or she also goes by uh, Latifet. And uh, she's a practicing gastroenterologist, but she's also a uh, active real estate investor. So today's episode is all about financial freedom through real estate investing, uh, she's been. Uh, she is the founder of Money Fit MD, which she has her own uh, blog and podcast, and she's been featured in um, conferences such as the Semi-Retired MD Conference, as well as the upcoming White Coat Investors Conference. So, um, as you know, in our show, we advocate for four types of freedom. So, first is financial freedom, and second is time, location, and emotional freedom. So. Uh, without much ado, let's bring uh, Dr. Latifat on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much, Chris. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, no, uh, we're we're talking. I know this was a couple months because you know you got busy and had a lot of things going on. So I'm happy to be able to do this recording with you and um, collaborate with you. So um, tell us a little bit about your story, your background. Um, I know a lot of physicians are interested in real estate investing and we'll take it from there. Absolutely. So I'm Latifat. I'm a GI doc. I'm based in California. I'm also the mama of three little ladies that keep me pretty busy and engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I also am a money coach. And what that means is that I help women physicians go from wherever they are to wherever they want to be when it comes to their finances. And I am a huge fan of Chris, and I'll tell you why. Um, because he believes in financial freedom. And I love, love, love that he talks about money in terms of numbers. He talks about the freedom in terms of your time and location and also emotional, because ultimately one without the other is just incomplete. So I'm a huge, huge fan. And a lot of times when it comes to money, we hear about the numbers, but not the other stuff. So anyways, again, huge fan. <laughs> yes. And the way that my journey has been actually started about six years ago. I knew nothing about money. I was embarrassed to admit it. I knew zero. The only thing I knew was how to make it and how to kind of spend it, even though it disappeared. And I didn't quite know how that was happening. So for me, I decided six years ago that I wanted to have a better future for my kids, that I wanted to be the kind of physician that I wanted to be, which is a practicing GI doc with a focus in IBD. I love, love IBD patients, but I also know that in order to practice medicine on my terms, 
I needed to face my numbers and know my money. So that's where my journey started from. And it was nothing fancy. It was just literally figuring out where is my money going? What is What are these lingos that everyone's talking about? Unfortunately, there weren't too many spaces that felt safe and comfortable for me to do it at that point. So now what I do with Money Fit MD is I've created the space, especially for women physicians, to not only learn about the numbers, but also combine the power of psychology so that they can have the money in terms of numbers and they can also feel the satisfaction and emotional just, you know, fulfillment that they've always wanted to feel when it comes to money. So that's kind of my journey. That's, that's wonderful. I love how you um, focused on one particular niche um, in terms of mindset and really focused on um, your audience who you can relate to, and which is the, the uh, women physicians. So, um, and uh, I know mindset is a huge thing because if you don't have your mind right, then nothing is right. So, you know, you're gonna self-sabotage. So um, what are some of the common um, uh, self-sabotaging beliefs that you find um, among, especially physicians when it comes to money? I will combine the psychology and also the emotional part of it. So a shame is a big one. And I call shame self-sabotaging because there usually is a reason why we feel shame. One is we may not know what we think we need to know, or we may not have what we think we should have, or some people actually have and feel shame about the fact that they have. And all that can actually affect our ability to learn more when it comes to money our ability to invest and our ability to do good with it. So shame is definitely a huge one. And also just what is possible versus what's impossible, right? A lot of times as physicians, we're like, well, you know, this is, it's not my thing, or I don't have time, or well, you know, doctors don't do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we create all those mind blocks for ourselves. And I use the word create intentionally because when you create it, you're empowered enough to remove it right? As opposed to when you think it's not of your own doing, then it feels more disempowering and you have no ability to do it. So those are some of the more common, most common, but it's, it's, it's really, really powerful tool because whether you're trying to learn where your money is going or you're trying to invest in a property, there is the mindset part of it, right? And the difference between you that thinks you can do it versus you that thinks you cannot can literally be your mindset. Uh, that's so that's so powerful. I know, uh, you know, because a lot of uh, physician influencers, your yourself, me, you know, we're um, you know we're doing these, and um, you know, a lot of times there's uh, you know we're doing it for to get awareness out and word out, and then you know here comes a book or a course or coaching, and then all of a sudden um, you know the uh, physicians they're like, oh you're char you're charging too much or you're not supposed to ask you know, and it's sort of like looked down and frowned upon you know to you know charge your what you're worth in your services so i know exactly what you're talking about you know um, guilt and shame and so yeah that's what that's great um and then uh so you do a lot of money um uh, mindsets and uh let's transition to uh real estate because i know a lot of um my audience is interested um what what got you interested in real estate and um you know, how have, how have you used that to achieve financial freedom? So it really is interesting. When I was growing up, my dad actually did real estate. This is back in Nigeria, but we were never involved in it. We never knew much about it. It was just something that he kind of did, but not much conversation was had about it. We had no idea. 
And I never considered myself someone that would be interested in real estate. It, it was too complicated. It was too chaotic. And I had that mind block that a lot of people say, which is, I don't want to be called at two o'clock in the morning to fix a licking sink. I mean, I've never been called at two o'clock, <laughs> you know, and, but that was my thought about real estate. And then a couple of years ago, about three years ago, we started looking at our finances and the fact that we wanted to diversify our finances. We were doing, you know, stocks and index funds and those sort of things. But we're like, you know what, real estate would be interesting to learn as a way of not just growing our wealth in terms of cash flow, but also in terms of decreasing our tax liability. So that's how I found out about the program that I did, which is with Kenji and Letty semi-retired. Uh-huh. That's about a year and a half or two years ago now. And, you know, we went from, hmm, this is interesting. This is curious to, this is really interesting. And the thing is this, what I found is there's always going to be reasons why you may not think you can achieve what you want to achieve. And I think I'm great as a money coach because I was fooled with all those blocks to the maximum. So it's like, there's literally no excuse you can give me that I maybe have not had before (laughs) personally, but we had to work through all those mind blocks and throughout the financial part, like how to get money. You know, we had student loans. We had just paid off our student loans, how to create finances in order to be able to fund this real estate empire that we wanted to um, build. So you know, that's how we started. And our goal was to invest in California primarily, but we found out that cash flow was a little harder to do in California. So now we, we do have properties here in California and also in Washington state. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, what have you found along your journey that in terms of especially um, uh, the advantages that real estate has had for your um, portfolio, either in terms of like taxes or you know, more control over your time and you know, passive income. Absolutely. So uh, I'm sure your audience probably knows by now, but when it comes to real estate, there are different ways of doing it. You can be the very, very active. You can be very, very passive, right? And for us, we initially, I did do the extremely passive, which was doing rates, R-E-I-T-S. Uh, that's where we kind of started from. But of course, that was not giving us some of the values or the advantages that we wanted. So when it comes to wealth building for us, the important things is one, money coming in, but also decreasing money going out. And mm-hmm. when I say money going out, I would I would rephrase that and call it more of having control of what the money going out is used for. So for my husband and I, giving is a huge part of our core. We truly, truly believe in giving. We believe that the more you give, whether that's investment or as a gift to people, the more you will receive in joy and intangibles and intangibles. So we're not against paying taxes or giving <laughs> money out. However, we believe in having more control over it. And we live in California, so we pay a ton of taxes, right? <laughs> right? So for us, the ideal real estate vehicle had to combine the money coming in as well as decreasing our tax liability. So we did the real estate professional status tax um, strategy through my husband. He was a real estate investor that was last year. And we were able to shelter some money through our taxes in that way. And this year we're going to, we're actually actively looking at and we'll be investing in short-term rentals. Um, Well, we already locked up a property. So depending on when this airs, we probably would be owners already, (laughs) but that's gonna be our strategy for tax um, purposes for 2021. That's what you, uh, you touched on uh, control, which is very uh, powerful, you know, um, you know, 
nothing against taxes, but you know, you want to, you know, you know, the Fed can print money just at any at their whim. So, and then you're, you know, we as professionals are working hard for our, our money. So we want to make sure that you know that those taxes are well spent. You know, it's okay to pay your taxes, but you know, you want to make sure that you have some control over it. So, um, yeah. Um, and then it's wonderful to see your evolution from, um, you know, long-term and the short-term rentals, uh, getting reps for um, tax advantage. Um, so uh, what's, what's next on the horizon? So that's a great question. And it's it, a lot of people start with the very passive. I think we, like a lot of things, I tend to jump in the cold water <laughs> by just doing the harder. So for my platform, I started with vlogging and now I'm doing podcasting, which is easier. <laughs> and with our real estate investment, we started with very active. Now we're going to be doing short-term rentals this year. Um, yeah. At this point in our financial journey, the because ultimately you have to decide what your goal is. Our goal with last year was different from our goal for this year and our goal for next year. Now, as we're growing, part of wealth for us is not just the money, but also being able to enjoy the quality of life. So short-term rentals fits in that in terms of being able to buy properties that you can use for short-term rentals but also enjoy for a certain amount of time of the year. So I like that strategy. It's in line with my money principles as well as enjoying the quality of life principles. So next year, we're probably going to be doing syndications and, um, and short-term rentals. And I'm smiling because I'm thinking of participating, you know, like a limited partner or something in syndications. But if my past and my history have shown anything, I would not be surprised if we end up being like, you know, the ones funding a, you know, I don't know, organizing a deal at some point, but. That's we'll syndicators, see. right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So. Um, wow, you, you, you've, uh, you've, uh, your, uh, your journey speaks so much of growth. Um, what are, uh, what are some resources that, uh, you know, people like books or courses or things that, um, you know, helped you along your journey? So I have read a bunch of books and I think for every book that I read, I probably grab like 10%. And so my brain and who I am is a combination of resources that I've gathered throughout whatever. I can't even tell you what sources they are. But, you know, a classic is, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a classic. Mm -hmm. Think and Grow Rich is a classic. For me, being having access to coaching is huge. And I say that from a financial perspective, but also from a wealthy life and wellness perspective. And I invest a lot in personal development in that way. And it's given me a lot back in terms of wellness and also in terms of my wealth growth. So I do credit coaching to a lot of things. And I know you um, kind of mentioned the last couple of months we've had stuff going on. We had a loss in the family that was someone, my dad. And yeah. for me, just the access to the tools like grief counseling and those things. Mm -hmm. And I know we don't talk enough about that when it comes to financial freedom, but that is just all part of wealth building is your emotional wellness if you're not well you're going to overspend you're not going to invest well you're not going to enjoy life fully so if you're listening to this i definitely recommend and encourage you to make sure you invest in your wellness and the more you invest in that the more your net worth is going to grow i can tell you that for sure yeah that's that's so uh, you dropped so many uh positive gems so if people were interested in contacting you um, to talk more about you or to learn more about you, um, how would they do that? They can check out my podcast where I talk. My audience is a lot of women physicians, but I will tell you that some of my 
loudest fans are actually men. Some of them are not even physicians. But so wherever you are, feel free to go check out my podcast. It's the Money Fit MD podcast, where I talk about money, mindset, and all things that you need to create a rich life, really. You can also find me on Instagram or on Facebook, Money Fit MD, and of course on my website as well, which is www.moneyfitmd.com. And uh, all the uh, to the listeners, all of uh, Dr. Latifat's uh, resources will be included in the show notes. So, um, what's your final parting words for the our audience? My parting word is this: If you listen to this, it gives me a lot of joy because that means that you, as a physician, you're talking about financial freedom, and not only in the number sense of the way, which is absolutely important, but also in all the things that you know, Dr. Liu talks about in terms of the emotional wellness and also the time and location flexibility. And I believe that medicine is going through a change that's been a long time coming. (laughs) And physicians that are well, physicians that are financially free are going to be the tools in creating the future of medicine that we all want. Because I totally believe that when physicians win, patients win, our communities win. So if you listen (laughs) to this, I'm glad you are. And I'm rooting for you. That's awesome. We are taking back medicine one podcast, one influencer at a time. So, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to having you uh, as a future guest on future episodes. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode with our fantastic guests. Once again, let's give a shout out to this week's sponsored In Crowd Answers. InCrowd Answers is a platform specifically for professionals that get paid for their expertise in answering short microsurveys. If you're a professional, especially a physician, looking to diversify your passive income streams or earn some side income on the side at no cost or obligation to you, it's quick, easy, convenient, and free to use. So you can go there by checking out the link InCrowdAnswers.com in the show notes below. What a great episode with this week's guest. I have a small ask. Do you mind finding the show on Apple Podcasts and submitting your review? By being here week after week, you're that much closer to having the knowledge you need to find your version of financial freedom. Let's help other physicians see that they can do that too through you. Thanks again and see you online or on next week's episode.